Hello. Hello. It's been a while. A little bit. Six yeah. months. We haven't done yeah. one of these since May. Oh, right wow. Right after our Boston trip. Oh. So we should probably do one now. Okay. Let's do that. Let's, how was your summer? <laughs> <laughs> it was delightful. How was yours? It was good. Good, good, good talk. Uh-huh. This concludes Dyslexic Card number 41. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to talk about this week. I, I have you a got list. some stuff? I have a list. Good, We've, okay. We've uh, read yeah. some books. We've uh, oh, gone that's to true. some shows. I've been We've reading a lot. Been into some music and watched some TV. All right. That's a good list. Okay. So Where reading. Would you like, we're going to start with reading? Sure. All right. Which, uh, what, what have you read that's been worth talking about? Well, let's start with the Tegan and Sarah book. Oh, I love the Tegan, Sarah, Tegan and Sarah book. I did too. What was it called? High School. High School. That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. And guess what it was about? High School. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a lot more than that. I love music books, for one. Mm-hmm. But this was about their, this was, I like the way they approached this because yeah. it was their formative years, how they mm-hmm. first started playing music. How they realized who they were as people. There was a lot. There was a lot to it. It was the growing up as a twin Mm -hmm. was one issue. Yes. Um, With a twin that you don't necessarily get along with real well. Oh, yeah. They They argued a lot. Uh, Yeah. They were mean to each other. I know. Um, Both of them figuring out independently that they were gay Mm -hmm. and dealing with that. Uh, And then discovering music and that they were best performing and writing music together mm-hmm. even though they hated each other kind of yeah it was weird because they hated each other but they also could not be apart right the whole twin thing mm-hmm. it was really interesting so and then just throw in all the just normal teen drama oh, anybody goes yeah. through of, from high school hormones and trying to figure out what you want to do after you graduate yeah. and your but relationships with other people and... the way that they structured the book uh they alternated chapters mm-hmm. Which was an interesting way to do it as well, and I don't know. I, 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 this is probably the sign of a good book when it was done. I wanted more. Uh-huh. I wanted okay. What happened after this? Yeah. Tell me about once yeah. your once your career took off. Uh-huh. So I hope that at right. some point they decide to do another book because I really I would love to read it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I did too. And I'm not a huge like I like their music. I like I. Their last couple albums I've really liked. Mm-hmm. Their last few, especially. I, mean, I really wasn't into their older stuff, which is probably better known. Yeah. But um, I found the story fascinating. And if I have just a, if I don't dislike a musician, I generally will want to read their autobiography. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. And I like them. So, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. It was, I wish, like, I wish I could articulate more. About, oh yeah, and it kind of made me want to do acid. Yeah, there was that. Well, <laughs> I'm beyond that. Yeah, it makes I'm beyond me, that. It stage makes me wish that life. I had at some yes. point, maybe. Yes. But, yeah. Although the stage in my life where I could have done acid, I think I would have had a bad trip because I was too uptight. Uh, and I was, yeah. Uh, I don't think it would have been a good experience for me. So it's probably good that I didn't. I had the opportunity. I know you did. But I'm glad I declined it. Are you? Kind of. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Okay. If, if my personality could go back in time the way it is now, then yeah. But I would not have wanted to do acid as the person I was then. Got it. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, another music book was the Prince semi-autobiography. Yeah. Which um, I was very, 
hesitant about because he started writing about it. He started writing it shortly before he died and only got through 30 pages or something mm-hmm. like that. So the way that they structured this book was the uh, his co-author, who's going to help him write it, wrote the first first section about that experience mm-hmm. of how he... How he ended up being chosen to collaborate. Yeah, how he got on the project, his Some relationship with Prince. Yeah. Um, and then the second part was the actual they showed the actual pages that you've that, written out long hand yeah. and then they had the the text from it so you could actually read it if you didn't want to read the handwritten he has very nice handwriting yeah but it's cursive it's yeah it's distinct i scanned that and then read yeah, the that's printed. what i did too yeah uh so that was the second part and that was all about his his youth and again it was uh it was really interesting it left me wishing that he had done the whole book obviously mm-hmm. Um, now if he hadn't died, I am not certain that the book ever would have happened. That's my feeling too. Because he wanted was, to do a lot with it. He wanted, yeah, he wanted to change the world and change the way. Yeah. He wanted to change the music industry and he wanted to change the publishing industry and he, uh, everything. Yeah. How, Which, how race I mean, is viewed. <laughs> yeah. It, ambitious and Impossible. I understand, but yeah, trying to do. All of those things with one book yeah. is a lot. So at some point, my guess is he would have ended up in a feud with his publishing company and the thing would have been scrapped. <laughs> but yeah. at least we got something out of it and mm-hmm. the and the stuff that he did write was really inter- interesting. Yeah. And then he had these pictures and a, a draft, an early draft of Purple Rain. Yeah. Yeah. So they, there was stuff that he took from, uh, that the co-author got from the archives that helped tell the story of his of his um, younger years mostly. Mm-hmm. And then again, handwritten pages of the original or was it, was it, was the second part handwritten? I think it was, it wasn't yeah. called purple rain yet. No. Cause that song didn't exist. It was called dreams or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the treatment for that. And then again, the text from that. And that was interesting too, because the original plot was somewhat like purple rain, somewhat like graffiti bridge. Um, and, somewhat like his life mm-hmm. so it was a combination of things but you can kind of see what the original idea was behind some of the characters and yeah i thought they did a good job with it considering what they had to work with mm-hmm. i liked it i was surprised because i didn't know i didn't know if i would yeah i didn't know that there would be enough substance there yeah but it, they made it work yeah i ended up learning things i didn't know and yep yeah I haven't read the uh, Morris Day book yet. I haven't either. I'm still hesitant on that because the concept there is it's Morris, but Morris also wrote some of the stuff in Prince's voice responding to the things Morris is saying. Mm-hmm. That concept makes me cringe a little bit. Yeah. But the reviews from people who are also hesitant have said it, it surprisingly works. Mm-hmm. So I will probably get around to it at some point. Yeah. But I'm still like, yeah, oh, I'm still, I don't know. I'm not in a huge hurry. Yeah. But I do want to read it eventually. It reminds me of the Clarence Clements autobiography, which yeah. is the worst music book I've ever read, um, where he had like a friend write sections and he had some sections on different color pages that were... Like a dream or something? He, they weren't... Yeah, they were fiction. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It was really weird. It did not work at all as yeah. far as I was concerned. So, although speaking of that... We might not be done with books yet, but since I mentioned Clarence Clemens, there's a, a documentary on Netflix that's pretty cool about him. About um, and it was a lot of it was shot while he was alive. Mm-hmm. 
because it's him talking to the camera and him narrating it. But then there were things added after he died as far as interviews with friends. And it wasn't like Springsteen's not in it. There's like one quote from him on the screen, but he's not actually interviewed. I think the only band member who was the only Springsteen band member is Nils Lofgren. But it's a lot of his friends from growing up and friends outside of music or from other aspects of music besides uh, the E Street Band. And it's kind of about his spiritual journey. And it's interesting. It was really well done. It left hmm. me it left me like with a good feeling. Good. So that was, yeah, it's on Netflix now if you want to watch it. What other books? Um, or should we play some music? Yeah, let's play either Tegan and Sarah or Prince or both. I don't want to play Prince. Just I know we did oh, right, that Prince right. show, but okay, yeah. There are still issues. There are with, still issues with them. Yes, okay. he has people who like to take things to make make get make things disappear. Yeah, okay. Um, Let's just play Tegan and Sarah then. Let me find. So do we want? So they they also put out a new album that what kind of goes along with the book. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, and what they did is called "Hey, I'm Just Like You," and they went and they finished a lot of the songs, or they re-recorded some of their early songs from when they were in high school and just getting into music. And it, that works pretty well. I don't know the album real well, so I don't do you know of any of the songs on there that we should play, or should we play uh, something off of Heartthrob? <laughs> uh, um, start naming tracks off the the most recent one. I think like, the, I want to say it's like the third track. That's I'll be, I'll be back set yes, someday? Yes, that one. Okay, yes. we'll play that. Sit and watch my TV set. What is on will make it better.
a good one yeah i do like this album i listened to it a bunch for a while right when it came out and it's mm-hmm. been a while that's why i was trying to remember which songs i would yeah yeah anyway that's a good one yeah listening to that a lot as well <sighs> so what um, else is going on other books other one more a uh, couple more books um the book by um about harris whittles oh yeah oh my god that was so good yeah so harris whittles was a comedy writer mm-hmm who died of a drug overdose a few years back. Yeah. And his sister wrote a book mainly about grieving and about dealing with it. It was like mm-hmm. the year, most of it was the year. Well, the year, it was. It went back I and forth. I liked the format because, yeah, one chapter would be as she was dealing with her grief the year after he died. And then an alternate chapter would be a few years before he died. Yeah. Um, so it was dealing with having a brother and they were very, very close. Yeah. Um, so dealing with a brother who was an addict, but then, and mm-hmm. finding out, but then also the, the uh, grief for a year afterwards. Right. And, uh, yeah, that was another really good one. Yeah. Really well done. And there was one thing, so Aziz Ansari wrote the intro mm-hmm. and it was something he wrote right after, uh, Harris died as a blog post. Actually it's online mm-hmm. on his website, but, uh, there's one thing in there that I, and I won't spoil it, but I laughed have you? When was the last time I laughed that long and that hard? Oh, about the um, the email. The, yeah. I, <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> There's something in there that is so inappropriate and so hilarious, and it caught me off guard, and oh I was laughing god. so hard I could not contain myself. And the funny thing is, I knew exactly what you were laughing yeah. at. Oh, did you get to the part about? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's not like the book has some funny stuff in it just because he's a a comedy writer and it's about him but the majority of it is not a comedy book right um but that 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 part captured who who he he was was. um so yes yeah i really liked the overall book though i think um i had when Patton oswald's wife died yeah. There were some things that he had written, and it made me wish that he would write a book on grieving. Mm-hmm. And I think this kind of fills that niche as well, um, how what you're dealing with and how to get through it. And mm-hmm. it was interesting and heartbreaking. And, and also the having it be not just losing somebody, but losing somebody in this manner. Yeah. Um, it was an interesting read. Yeah, just the addiction part and just the like, – the- some of the anger you feel towards somebody who's an addict where like you wish they could control it and you wish they would make better choices, but it's hard because it's a disease and yeah. I'm just looking up the name of the book because I can never remember. It's called, yeah. um, everything is horrible and wonderful. Mm-hmm. So yes, that's another one I would highly recommend. Yeah. 
I don't think you've read this one yet. I read um, Catch and Kill by Ronan Farrow. Oh, yeah. I haven't read that yet. Really good. So that one is about the uh, Harvey Weinstein sex scandal and specifically about the cover-up and how that's done. Mm -hmm. It gets into some other stuff too, but that's the majority of the book. And how he, as the person who was writing that story and working on that story, some of the things he was subjected to, and it was crazy. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, NBC is a shit company. That's one thing you learn from this. Like, uh, And the, the guys who are still running it, they're horrible human beings, mm-hmm. but um, they, yeah, how they were tied into like not running the story and how National Enquirer is involved and how they catch and kill stories mm-hmm. uh, on behalf of people with a lot of money and a lot of power. Um, but he had like, there's like black ops shit in there. There's like, Whoa. yeah, people hired to follow him oh and to God. learn stuff, to learn stuff about him and his family so that they could be blackmailed into like not reporting on mm-hmm. it. And there had been all these other reporters who had covered the story, and ultimately yeah. they were killed killed because of this People whole. Were killed, or the stories were the killed. stories were killed because of this machine that's in place <laughs> mm-hmm. to protect to, to do the it. rich and powerful. It's fascinating. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'm. Like, I want to read it, but I don't want to read it because it just seems kind of dark and depressing. It is. It is. It is. But I, for me, I don't know. I like. Um, I like books about the what went into getting to this mm-hmm. this big story. So I found that really interesting. Yeah. If you're not into that, then maybe not as much. But yeah, certainly a very well written book. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've had a lot of. There's been a lot of real good stuff. I've like. I when was the last time I read a book that I did not like? There was one that I didn't finish. What the hell was it? Um, I forgot. Which yeah. is a good thing. Yeah, there've been a couple that I've been like, Ugh, why did I? Yeah. Um, there was one that I got the hardcover of it. It's by a woman named Gia Tolentino and she, it's a book of essays uh-huh. and it's just really, really good. Just very well written. The first chapter kind of makes me want to quit the internet. <laughs> every chapter, every book makes me, you know, <sighs> everything I do makes me want to quit the internet. But it's just, yeah, just about like. And here how, we are on the internet. Right. <laughs> So what is the overall theme of the book? Or is it? It's hard to say. A lot of it's just her personal stories. She was on a reality show, so she writes about that. It was not a very well-known one. Okay. And um, You're really I selling sound, it here. I, I know. I mean, it, it was just, it was really well done and... Some of it was kind of heavy, so maybe I'm blocking it out, but it was it was really good. Okay. I don't think I'm going to read it. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not selling it very well. That's okay. Well, I just finished Rudy Sarzo's book. He is the uh, He's a bass player, metal bass player. It's about his two years with Ozzy Osbourne in his mm-hmm. band. Two, 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 and most of it is about Randy Rhodes, the guitar player who died in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's about their friendship and touring together but that was better than i thought it was going to be as well like that was one it was like six bucks i'm like yeah for six bucks i'll yeah. read some music book um but it was uh yeah it was about the couple tours that he did as part of ozzy's band and mm-hmm. i found it pretty interesting yeah learned a lot about ozzy and sharon uh i didn't know that ozzy had a previous wife and three had three kids before sharon yeah i didn't know that either till you told me yeah i know that was surprising so that was something i learned but there were some entertaining stories in there. <laughs> Ozzy tended to uh, freak out a lot and threaten to quit the tour often. Mm-hmm. 
Sharon had to force him into doing things he didn't want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so the book Trick Mirror that I was talking about earlier, the essays, some of it was just... You're giving this a second shot? I'm trying. Okay, sell me on a it. A lot of it was about media and how media influences your life and it influences just the world in general. Uh-huh. And it wasn't about like necessarily certain mainstream media outlets, but like everything, like how social media influences things and like the convergence of that and how it's, it can be very subtle Ah. and then it can add up to something big. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I hope that. Sure. Yeah. But. Should I play another? You don't have to read it. Should I play another song? Yeah. Anybody else specifically you want me to play? Oh, let's see. Ooh, let's play the high women. All right, we can do that. I was a high woman and a mother from my youth. For my children, I did what I had to do. My family left Honduras when they killed the Sandinistas. We followed our coyote through the dust of Mexico. Every one of them except for me survived And I am still alive I was a healer I was gifted as a girl I laid hands upon the world Someone saw me sleeping Naked in the noon sun I heard witchcraft in the whispers And I knew my time had come The bastards hung me at the Salem gallows hill But I am living still I was a freedom rider When we thought the South had won Virginia in the spring of 61 I sat down on the Greyhound that was bound for Mississippi. My mother asked me if that ride was worth my life. And where the shots rang out, I never heard the sound. But I am still around. And I'll take that ride again and again and again and again. My heart broke for all the world But teaching was righteous for a girl In the summer I was baptized in the mighty Colorado In the winter I heard the hounds and I knew I had been found And in my Savior's name I laid my weapons down But I am still around We're the high women We sing a story still untold We carry the sons you can only hold We are the daughters of the silent generations You send our hearts to die alone in foreign nations It may return to us as tiny drops of rain But we will still remain 
about the high women sure they're an amazing super group oh my god they're so good and i wasn't familiar with all of the artists <clears throat> four women yes um amanda shires yes brandy carlisle yes natalie hemby yes maren morris correct oh thanks four I for mean. four <laughs> but i wasn't i was familiar with a couple brandy carlisle songs mm-hmm. and a couple maren morris songs i hadn't heard of natalie hemby at all but she had done some songwriting that I later realized, oh, I was familiar with that. Um, and Amanda Shires, oh, she's wonderful. We've talked about her before. She's oh, awesome. she's so great. Yep. And yeah, it was so her they, idea. Yeah, to put together this super group of women, mm-hmm. and obviously based on the Highwaymen in terms yeah. of the the name. And yeah, they're, uh, they're really cool. And they made their debut at the Newport Folk Festival, mm-hmm. I think it was. And they had uh, Dolly Parton come out and perform with yeah. them. And it was awesome. Like the stuff on youtube is amazing to watch Mm -hmm. so yeah they're doing really cool stuff i don't think they're planning on touring but they uh i know i saw on a an instagram live thing somebody asked amanda shires about it and she said they were working on a residency so i bet they'll be playing at the ryman at some point so yeah it's cool that they've been getting a lot of attention they've done some award shows Mm -hmm. and we we watched what was it was it the country music awards yep yeah we watched the first five minutes of that just because the high women were on. That's true. Otherwise, we never would have tuned in. Nope. Yeah. yeah. So I like their album. It's good. Yeah, I do too. And I like their solo stuff as well. So I'll I'll put on their album and then I'll be like, I want more of this. Oh, that's cool. And then I'll go down the rabbit hole. Natalie Hemby's album is Really? Amazing. I have not listened to any of her work. Oh, it's Fabulous. Ah, I will check yeah. her out. Very cool. Very, yeah, very hooky songwriting. Huh. Stays with you. Okay. Yeah. Good deal. And part of it is, it's not terribly twangy. Right. It's yeah, more. Got a... It's more like alt country. It's more songwriter. Which, yes. So that's the we've probably we, talked about it before yeah. that like country music that doesn't suck gets no airplay on country music radio, mm-hmm. and then they get labeled as Americana or as alt country instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Funny how that works. Like country music with smart songwriting and not yeah. just a bunch of fucking pickup truck bullshit. Mm-hmm. Gets labeled as its own thing. Yeah. That's fine. It's easier to find it then. Right. Uh, yeah. So what else do you have on your little list of things to chat oh about gosh. other than books? Let's see. Well, we're talking about music now. So Yeah, um... we can talk about music. We've... Went to a couple shows. Yeah. We didn't go to a lot this summer. We were kind of, we saw Jade Bird twice since our last show. she was wonderful. We saw her open for Jason Isbell. Mm -hmm. And then we saw her on her own at First Avenue and both were wonderful shows. Yes. Yeah. So opening for Jason Isbell, she was acoustic solo. Yeah. And I shamed a couple guys into shutting up, which was awesome. (laughs) And then I was kind of nervous about her playing First Ave. Very much so. I was like, Am I going to have to yell at people to shut up during this show? Uh-huh. And I hate going into shows like that, but I do. And yep. luckily... Because there's been so many we've been to where that's been the case, where people yeah. just fucking yap. Yeah. 
people are there to socialize and I am not. And some of her stuff is quieter. So yeah, even though she had a full band, it's like, okay, this could be bad because if if there's this din of conversation through the whole thing, it's going to be miserable. Mm -hmm. But I was so pleasantly surprised. Me too. People paying attention and singing along. And yeah, you could hear like it was silent when she was singing this, the softer stuff. It was impressive. It was so wonderful. So it's nice when people like, are respectful. Yay, I put on <laughs> pants and left the house and it didn't suck. It was worth it. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's play a Jade Bird song. I don't know if we, I know we've played some of her stuff before. I don't think we've played this one. So yeah. here we go. You've got an addiction, a realistic mission, cigarettes and alcohol. You lost yourself. again trying to calm you down Tell me what you'd do if I wasn't with you and there was nobody else around Someone called a Tessie, you were sick and a Betsy Everybody's trying to calm you down Tell me what you'd do if I wasn't with you and there was nobody else around One, two, three, four Come on, babe, there's the door Five, six, seven, eight I'm your girlfriend, not your mate Seven, eight, nine, ten If you go down, you won't get up again Uh, she's so good. You know, I'm so excited about an artist that is new and like she has such a tremendous career ahead of her potentially. Mm-hmm. And to watch where she goes is going to be a lot oh, of yeah. a lot of fun. So I'm glad we got to see her this early in her career too. Yes. Yeah. What else? Uh, let's let's see. Do you want to talk about Kaylee or Billy? Kaylee first. Okay. Another show that we went to was a Frank Turner show, mm-hmm. and it was a different type of Frank Turner show. Very different. It was seated. Yeah, which was good for the kind of music he was playing because he was doing an acoustic set. Yeah, so he has this new album. The newest album is... No Man's Land. Yeah, and it's sort of a... Um, it's almost like a concept. <laughs> it is a, very much a concept album based on historical women 
and he's telling their story through song. And it wouldn't have worked if he had just weaved in the songs as part of a normal set. Mm -hmm. But he did a solo set of several songs off of that album and did the storyteller's thing. Mm -hmm. Explained why he decided to write about it, who who they were in history. Because it's not like, for the most part, people you're super familiar with. Yeah. Um, Which, putting it in that context, and he did a podcast series with the album too, doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. But putting it in that context makes it a lot more relatable and interesting. Yeah. And it worked really well for the new material. And then after that, he brought the band out and they did a full set, but still seated and stripped down mm-hmm. of their hits and different arrangements, some of which were unbelievable. Oh, my God. I am disappeared. Yeah. The arrangement of that was just The harmonies amazing. and stuff. I'm hoping maybe I'm, they do a live yeah. a live album or maybe there was... I hope that at least that song gets out. I've seen mm-hmm. some YouTube videos, but I want a I want soundboard a version of that. want recording of that. He's really good about putting out a lot of stuff later on, though. Like he'll he'll do his, you know, every few years he'll do a, a like compilation of scraps and, and yeah. live clips and stuff. I bet that arrangement will show, show up. up on something. Yeah. I hope so, at least. But anyway, opening for that whole tour was Kaylee Goldsworthy, who we talked about on the last show because we had a chance to meet her in Boston. Mm-hmm. And first of all, when we learned that she was opening for this tour, we were both like, like giddy. I literally screamed <laughs> because what a great opportunity for her and yeah. for, for, and for us, us to see her again, <laughs> to see her with somebody else that we're really into as yeah. well. Um, but they played a really cool theater in Minneapolis and she was kind of overwhelmed by the theater. She said it was the mm-hmm. nicest place she ever played. Um, but the crowd was really good too. They were great again for an opening act that yeah. most of them had never heard. Mm-hmm. Super respectful. And she got a standing ovation. Yeah. Which, when does this, fucking opening act ever get a standing ovation right um so that was pretty incredible and her dad was at the merch booth which yes. we didn't find out so we bought a couple things and then went in and then she mentioned during she the mentioned show that her dad was the guy working the merch booth well then later on she did some live instagram uh, videos while they were driving mm-hmm. and he would she would ask him questions or people could send their questions for him and yeah. he, he was driving and she was asking questions. And one of them later in the tour was, what was your favorite show of the tour? And he said the Minneapolis show because the crowd was so good and the theater was so beautiful. And mm-hmm. yeah, so that was cool to that hear too. So cool. that they like, had such a good experience hey. here. Um, yeah, yeah, she was great. What song should we play of hers? Let's see. I think we've played Stuck before. We've so. played Stuck. I think we may have played Curse to Wander as well. Okay. Should we play Jamie? Yeah. That's a good one. All right. Teach for 
photography age with grace and dignity but you never granted that last one to me oh jamie i think that's what i heard you call from some strange to see our friends the ones who knew us way back when they're getting married to different people we don't know some i do but from a context the world is just too small to connect all the people in the places and you She's awesome. Mm-hmm. And we got to say hi to her again at the merch table. Yes. So that was nice to be able to... We told her how excited we were that she got she the was, tour. Yes. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. Oh. I fangirled out a little bit. So huh? I, I feel like I fangirled out a little bit. Oh, I did too. I totally... <laughs> I fangirled out as well. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah. But we were just both so excited for her. Yep. It's cool when you have somebody who you're into and then you meet them and they're really awesome and then... Mm-hmm. Something good happens to them. Yeah, it's nice. I, I like the artists that I'm really into. Th- that are at a not a superstar level. Mm-hmm. Um, I love seeing them achieve things. Yeah, and like rooting for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so that's that's fun. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let's talk about Billie Eilish. Yes, I have spent more time. <laughs> over this summer I spent more time analyzing whether you liked her or not it wasn't even analyzing whether I liked her I was just analyzing her mm-hmm. trying to understand yeah 
and not like I've done with the Beach Boys. I, oh, God, no. <laughs> it's a different type of analysis. Yeah. But um, I immediately, like when I first became aware of her, I was struck by it's so, it's different than what you typically hear on pop radio, especially. Mm-hmm. But there's something that I'm like, this is different and unusual. And seeing live videos of her, her fan base is so into her yeah like when if you watch like some of her festival appearances and stuff um the crowd sings louder than her wow and every word that's awesome and that's what the how the reviews have been too like when she played here i remember reading a review of her armory show that the crowd is into every word and every movement and i'm like okay and obviously it's a younger crowd she's Mm -hmm. only like 17 or 18 or something like that and a lot of her fan base is young so I'm like, what is it that they're seeing? And I was very interested mm-hmm. in that as much as I was in, do I like this? Yeah. Um, it, it, it took me a while to f- figure out both whether or not I, I liked it and whether, mm-hmm. and what it was that others were seeing in her mm-hmm. or getting from that. And there are a few things. First of all, I think, um, her music is well-written for the younger generation because it's very much um, headphone music. Mm-hmm. It sounds very different in your ears than it does yeah. on big speakers. And then when you told me that, yeah. and then I listened to the album, I was like, oh my God, because there's so much stuff that you hear. It's more subtle than, like you want to hear it on headphones. Yeah. Um, and mean, also because of her voice too. Yeah. But yeah, some of the effects, is, is it AMSR that... Kind of that, and I'm not into that. Like that no, doesn't. No, I'm not either. I've, that doesn't do th- anything. Some of that for stuff me. creeps me out a little bit, but. But there's something very like relaxing yes. about the sound effects that she uses. Right, there's that, and then the other thing that I think, um, I feel like she's, you know, music goes in cycles, mm-hmm. and you always have things like, hair metal is followed by grunge. Like yeah. it, it goes in a, a wildly different direction, mm-hmm. and I don't know that. Things have changed a lot since then, but I think um, in some ways maybe she's kind of the anti-Ariana Grande. Yeah. Like she's not um, this picture of, she's very, she's a beautiful girl, but she's Mm -hmm. not. She's not like. Glamorous. Yeah. You know, the way that she dresses Mm -hmm. and the way that she looks and, you know, green hair and. Yep. And and her videos are crazy. Have grown out too, like her roots are showing. Right. She doesn't, yeah. So it's, it's a, it's a. It seems like it's kind of a maybe a response to the very polished mm-hmm. look that we've seen for a yeah. long time. That said, like she's not a dick. Mm-hmm. The another thing that, and I I say that because like she was geeking out over Ariana Grande like retweeting her or something. Like she's mm-hmm. not she doesn't seem like elitist about her music and about who likes her and who she yeah. likes and. Um, I've watched a bunch of interviews with her and that made me like her as a person. Like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, she's really cool. She's Yeah. She did a really great interview, like a two hour interview on Howard Stern with her brother, and she was they're great. They're mm-hmm. just really good guests, you know, and in a setting like that where they're on for a long amount of time, you kind of get a sense of their personality. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. So I've 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 really got into I'm like I'm not super into her music, but yeah. the stuff I've listened to I like and mm-hmm. I really like her. Yeah. What am I missing? Um, <laughs> I think you've summed it up pretty well. Yeah. Like I said, I spent a lot of time on this. <laughs> it's amazing. If you if you have not find I can't remember what festival she played, probably last summer, and there's a YouTube video of it and there's probably like a thirty minute set they show. Mm-hmm. Watch some of that and the 
how she she's really good on stage, mm-hmm. but then how into it the crowd is too is really impressive. Yeah, what's fascinating is that I had all these misconceptions about her. Well, if you just see, it's because probably the first exposure was probably like seeing a video, the video where she's like got the blue shit coming out of yeah. her eyes and stuff. Yeah, I thought, oh, yeah, God, this this. She's going to be humorless and... Right. Yeah. Oh, but she's got this great sense of humor about herself yep. and about life and... Yeah, um, the videos are... I mean, they're very dark and mm-hmm. very kind of crazy, but... Yeah. Um, that I doesn't mean, not s- that you have to smile all the time because that's weird. Right. But just that like, she wasn't this... She, she wasn't up her own ass. Right. Which no. I was worried she would be and she's totally not. No, she's not, not at all. Yeah, so it's been interesting figuring her out. And... Yeah, and I was, I was surprised at what a good live performer she was. She because... got a really good voice. Yeah. So one of the things she did when she was on Stern is she was sitting at a piano and just was kind of noodling around. Mm-hmm. Like he would ask her, he's like, "Just write, write something now." You know, mm-hmm. which is a lot of pressure at seven o'clock in the morning. To, yeah. And um, she was having a hard time playing because she had the long fingernails. But uh. but anyway, just um hearing her in that environment where it was just a very um, stripped back thing with just mm-hmm. her voice um, gave me an appreciation for her, her live too. Yeah. So should I play something of hers? Sure. I have uh, All the Good Girls yes. Go to Hell. That's a good one. All right. A very female-centric dyslexic heart this mm-hmm. week. My Lucifer is lonely Standing there, killing time Can't commit to anything but a crime Leaders on vacation An open invitation Animals, evidence Pearly gates look more like a picky fence Once you get inside I've got friends but can't invite them Hills burn in California my turn to ignore ya Don't say I didn't want ya All the good girls go to hell Cause even got herself Has enemies And once the water starts to rise And heaven's out of sight She'll want the devil on her team at you, needing me, you know I'm not your friend without some greenery, walking, wearing feathers, Peter should know better, your cover up is caving in, man is such a fool, why are we saving him, poisoning themselves now, begging for our help, wow, hills burn in California, my turn to ignore ya, don't say I didn't want ya, the good girls go to hell Cause even got herself Has enemies And once the water starts to rise And heaven's out of sight
Brother's a talented songwriter. They yeah. do a lot of stuff together. So, yeah. What else? Any other music stuff noteworthy? Ooh, let's see. Let's. See. Um, we've both been digging the new Taylor Swift album. That is true. Somebody at the, you know, she would be someone who's far more polished. <laughs> I like Taylor though. Yeah. Yeah, she put on a great, great album. Mm-hmm. She um surprises me yeah because she and that's one of the things that's impressive about her like when she puts out a new album it's not going to be the previous album no she goes in different directions and uh yeah the latest album she's done some different stuff when i first heard the title track lover i was shocked by like it did not it did not strike me as a typical taylor swift song it sounded much more I don't know. But you just said she goes in a different direction. I know. I know. I know. But again, that's what I like about her. And yet she continues to surprise me. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I'm like, oh, this is. I think Jason Isbell compared it to a Sheryl Crow. She's like, oh, it sounds like Taylor. He said, sounds like Taylor Swift's been listening to Sheryl Crow. Mm -hmm. And I can hear that. And then I could also hear like Jenny Lewis. Yeah. It's just a different, it's a more mature, different sound. But Mm -hmm. I'm not going to play that because it's getting played everywhere and everybody's heard it. But. yeah, I like that song a lot. Mm-hmm. I can play something of hers though. Yeah, Should anything I... but London Boy. That no, I'm not. I'm, play I'm that. not feeling that song. All but right. there we go. This one's good for many reasons. Mm-hmm. How many days did I spend thinking about how you did me wrong, wrong, wrong? Lived in the shade you were throwing till all of my sunshine was gone, gone, gone. I couldn't get away from ya In my feelings more than Drake, so yeah Your name on my lips, tongue-tied Free rent living in my mind But then something happened one magical night I forgot that you existed And I thought that it would kill me, but it didn't just indifference I forgot that you got out some popcorn as soon as my rep started going down 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 laughed on the schoolyard as soon as I tripped up and hit the ground 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 and I would have stuck around for ya would have fought the whole town so yeah would have been right there front row even if nobody came to your show but you showed who you are then one magical night I forgot that you existed And I thought that it would kill me but it didn't And it was so nice So peaceful and quiet I forgot that you existed It isn't love, it isn't hate, it's just indifference Sent me a 
much Taught me some hard lessons I just forget what they were It's all just a blur I forgot that you existed <laughs> And I thought that it would kill me But it didn't Damn straight, Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. A lot of people love her. A lot of people hate her. Yep. I love her. I love her. She's good. She's yeah. A talented she's chick. Handled a lot of stuff with grace. Mm-hmm. And you can't please everybody. Nor should you try. Exactly. Yep. Ah, uh, what else? Yeah. What else is going um, on? We're not going to play Lizzo because she also is everywhere. That's <laughs> true. But I'm just but thrilled for her. I'm, I'm thrilled so for her. happy. And I would imagine that there are several people listening to the show who first heard of Lizzo on here. Don't you think? Yeah. We've been playing her forever. A long time. And it's so, like for I'm her just, to have exploded is I'm pretty cool. I'm glad she's having a moment. Me too. And I hope that moment lasts a long, long time. She's fun. Yeah. She's got a good spirit and I like her mm-hmm. a lot. So yeah, yeah, I hope she's taking a lot of shit too, but mm-hmm. I'm uh, I'm glad for her success very much so. I heard that she has another album ready to go. Oh, really? But things keep... spaced it out a little bit. Yeah, her... It's weird. I think the record company had plans for what the singles would be, but they've... Like, yeah, True they... Hurts is two years old, but somehow that... Good as Hell is, is old, older too. than that, yeah. Well, they pulled her old, her old releases off of streaming services mm-hmm. so that they could make a run at the award shows by yeah. just promoting the new album. People are some people are up in arms about that. Like, oh. how can a song that's two or three years old win it? You know, I don't know. I don't know what the rules are. But yeah, I don't care. I'm happy that she's having some success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's so fun to watch perform too. Yep. Oh my gosh! And the tiny purse. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Yep. Yeah. So we've been watching a lot of TV because it is winter here, and we want to leave the house even less than it's true. Usual. It's true. Who am I kidding? We didn't leave the house all summer. That's true as well. What have you been enjoying on television? Mm-hmm. <coughs> A little coffee tonight. Um, well, we love The Good Place. That's true. That's coming to an end soon. And I'm sad about that. It's a very good show. It's one of the few network sitcom-esque kind of shows that I will even bother to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the writing is so sharp. It's, yeah, it's really good. Characters are really well developed. Yeah, I like yeah. it a lot. It's one you have to watch from the beginning or else it yeah. doesn't work. But right. So if you are looking for something new to get into, start at the beginning and mm-hmm. by the time you get caught up, the last few episodes will be on. So Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun show. Yeah. And I love that um, Janet made a reference about a group chat and her main contribution was gifts of otters. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Speaking of otters. Speaking of otters. We went to an aquarium nearby and had an otter encounter. We had an o- That sounds dirty. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> but they were so innocent. We got to cute. spend some time with the otters. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yep. Because otters are awesome. Yes. yes. You don't get to like. You don't get to like hold them. No. But they they you they hold out little... your hand and then they put their little paw there. Yes. Briefly. And we and got then, to feed them. And we got to feed them and do a little trick with a buoy. 
It was fun. Yeah. I'm glad we good. did it. I am too. I enjoyed it very much. Yep. Anyone who follows me on Twitter knows that I love otters. Yes. I have a lot of otter content in my feed. Otter-related activities. Mm-hmm. That's because cute animals are relaxing in times of chaos. Oh, my God. Yes. Having an Instagram feed full of boxers and otters. There's nothing wrong with that. Yep. That that would describe my Instagram feed quite well. Yep. Yeah. That's all right. Let's see. Um, we've been watching Survivor, although that I feel like that's been letting me down a little bit this season. Yeah, it's kind of... Eh. It's fine. It's still better than... I mean, I still enjoy it, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't love this group of people this group of people like i hate more people than i'm yeah. rooting for like yeah, okay good they got kicked off good they got kicked off oh they better get kicked off soon. <laughs> yeah it's still entertaining that show holds up i like that yeah. show a lot but yeah some some seasons they just the people that they have on there just aren't that engaging mm-hmm. and this is one of them this There's is only... one of them yeah yeah and then there was the whole thing with the guy like getting all touchy-feely and then people manipulating that and that there was, was just that wrong. and then they also it also got a little like Preachy. are we trying to learn a lesson at the end of each episode yeah here? Is, is there was yeah. some kind of weird stuff with that too mm-hmm. it's like come on what this is for entertainment so we can leave that stuff behind for an hour right it doesn't have to be worked into every aspect of our lives mm-hmm. so yeah and yeah. then the way they handled the touchy feeling thing was weird yeah and then there were a couple women who were like we're going to use this situation for our game which i thought that's, I thought that stepped yeah, over a line. It did. Because you read interviews with contestants afterwards who take it way too seriously as a game. Right. But And then they can't separate the game from real life. But I felt like that was one place where... Well, you're right, messing you, with somebody's reputation long yeah. term. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, was, it just made me mad. Yeah. Yeah. Fuckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm... I'm ready for this season of Survivor to wrap up. Yeah, a few more weeks. Yeah. So um, how about the Curse of Oak Island? Nothing's happening on there, so that's as expected. Mm-hmm. They dig up some stupid fucking piece of metal every week and act like it's the, end, it's the greatest thing ever, the end-all be-all. I'm so entertained by that show and how nothing ever happens. I love it. Mm-hmm. And the, I, like nobody on there has any any glimpse of a personality no and i'm fascinated like this is an hour every week that this is on television i'm watching because i know how bad it's gonna be (laughs) a rusty nail on oak island they're never gonna find that fucking treasure no there is no treasure i know and i was saying dig that fucking thing up there's never gonna be anything there i want there to be a murder on oak island for two reasons one (laughs) It would fulfill the curse. Do you have a specific Oak Island cast member no. you'd like to see off? No, oh, I that's don't. That's good. But and two would make the show interesting. It would make the show interesting if somebody, if somebody got mysteriously got pushed down one of one of those holes. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, those drill holes. It's not the glory hole. That was somebody, a different show. That's a different show. Somebody disappears into the swamp or something. Mm-hmm. Could happen. One more person has to die for them to get to the treasure. Ed, mm-hmm. Legend has it. The treasure that doesn't exist. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That I get a little crabby watching that show. Have you noticed? I have noticed. <laughs> but you get my commentary every week. I do, and that that is comedy gold. I do what I can. Yeah. Something, somebody has to make the show entertaining. Mm-hmm, it's not exactly. doing it on its own. No lie. It's my favorite hate watch, though. Oh, yeah. We also have been watching a lot of um, engineering catastrophes. Mm-hmm, I love watching shit collapse. Yeah. <laughs> Now that show, the problem with that show, it's I like the the information about stuff that fell down, mm-hmm. 
Um, but the people that they have, it's kind of a best day ever. Like remember VH one best yes. day ever. They've got people on there who are wholly unqualified to talk about any oh, of yeah. it. And they have, oh, yeah. they have They're titles like author, engineer, oh, scientist, science writer, science writer. And your comment was, Oh, he they, wrote science down today. Yeah. <laughs> that makes him a science writer. And you know that these people have never been to any of the places they're talking about. Yeah. Um, so Okay, we have to get a woman with a British accent because that will that will seem legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but I still like those shows. Anything, anything where a bridge. Well, well, that's too close to home. That's a, literally too yeah. close to home. A bridge fell down, or a yeah. stadium roof caved in because of <laughs> because snow. of snow. Okay, I'm just watching. Least, I'm no, just but... watching for the Minnesota references. Really. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. live through that. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So that's uh, that's our television viewing habits. Mm-hmm. Ooh, how scintillating. Yes. Let me play a song that rocks. Okay. Can I do that? Yes, you may. All Menzingers? Right. Yep, new album from the Menzingers, and it's good.
Whoops. Fuck. Damn it. Sorry. Okay, I guess we're done listening to that song. Way, way to go. My hand hit something. Oh, that song's so good. I know. That's the best hook ever. We can play the whole thing again. <laughs> I know. I was I just thinking all these things I love about that song. I know. It's a really good song. And they are just, their whole album, Hello Exile, the new album, yeah. again, just hook on hook on hook oh, on hook. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. I love the hooks. I love the production. Yeah. I just, mm. Sorry I fucked that up. It's okay. That's what you get for listening to this shitty show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what else? Do you have anything else on your list we should be talking about? I do not have anything else on my list. Do Uh-oh. you want to play one more rockin' song to get us out of here? We can play. I want to play two more rockin' songs. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to play the Beach Slang song. Oh, cool. Called Tommy in the 80s. It's about Tommy Keen. It has Tommy Stinson on it as a guest, however. This is a really good song, and it's been rocking my world lately. I'll try not to fuck it up. I was going to say, try not to turn it off in the middle. <laughs> So what do you think? Do you think we'll do another one of these in less than six months? Maybe. I mean, <laughs> December's coming up, so it's another big holiday. Oh, so. we have plenty of time to do it. It's just... Oh, it's just the content or the... I don't know. 
interest the will or the will yeah or any of the above yeah i was just thinking um this is random but I like it's to, all random i like to do crossword puzzles a lot uh-huh you picked that up for me and i dropped the habit yeah I not mean, because you picked it up for me oh, but okay like I was doing that faithfully every day, and then mm-hmm. you started doing it, and then I lost interest, and, and you're I'm still doing it I'm years still later. Doing it. Yeah, I've heard it's good for the mind. You do. My grandma did one every day for like her whole life, and she lived to be ninety something. And she was sharp till the end. Ninety six. Something like that. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, I should probably start again. I need. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll have a clue, and it says musician Mars, and I always want to put Chris in instead of Bruno. Oh, I would have gone with Mick. <laughs> five spaces though oh okay yeah oh that's funny yeah yep all right well maybe we'll do one of these again sometime maybe you just never know mm-hmm. we've done 42 over i don't know what how long we've we been 41 doing these? 42 this is 40 oh 41 this is yeah. 41 i don't know it's Getting been ahead a, of ourselves a decade or so mm-hmm. holy shit yeah i still can't believe we've been doing the other show for almost 15 years i know that's crazy yeah who'd have thunk it Mm-hmm. And now everyone has a podcast. And everybody does. It's required now. Mm-hmm. We're early adopters. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to play a song I've been listening to a lot for quite a while. Um, there's a documentary. It's the same. I can't remember his name. Shit. Oh, speaking of documentaries. Yeah. Um, can I like do yeah. a tangent? What yeah. did you think of The Irishman? Tangent away. Uh, the Irishman was very, very good. It's not a documentary, but it was very, no. <laughs> um, it was very good, but uh, way longer than it needed to be. So it's three and a half hours long, mm-hmm. and I would say it could have been two hours. Okay. So yes, that would be my take. The other weird thing about it is, so it's called The Irishman, mm-hmm. and yet at the beginning of the movie when they put the title up, yeah. they use the title of the book that it's based on, which is like, um, I Hear You Paint Houses. And then at the end too, you know, sometimes they have the title at the end, uh-huh. same thing. Weird. But all along, like it's been out there for ages that, Marty Scorsese is working on The Irishman. Mm-hmm. So why, it's a, like, I don't know why he decided to call it one thing and use that, the title screen. It's weird. Huh. That's yeah. odd. But it's good. It's good to see all, you know, it's people he has in every movie that he does. It's Pacino and De Niro mm-hmm. and Pesci. Um, it's good to see. The band back together. Yeah. And to see how he used them in, um, as older actors. Hmm. Um, but it's a good story. Cool. I liked it. I might I might go read the book um, now because I like mobster books. Yeah. And I would probably enjoy it. So. All right. Yes. I've so you were in... saying about this other documentary. Which other documentary? Or not other documentary. The Irishman was not a documentary, but you were going to right. introduce the next song because you've been. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So there's a, um, uh, the guy who did the Replacements documentary several years ago and the Grant Hart documentary. Um, also did a documentary about, it's what he does, documentaries. He did a documentary about a musician named Lydia Lovelace. Ooh. And it's it's pretty decent. Like, I don't know, I didn't know much about her before watching oh, it. Oh, I like her a um, lot. We, we'll have to watch it. I'll watch it again with you if okay. you want. Um, not that you need me to watch it, but I would right. watch it again is what I'm saying. Um, but uh, I liked the documentary, and I've been listening to her music a lot since then, mm-hmm. which is... She's so good. Oh yeah, so the song that I keep coming back to over and over again mm-hmm. it is this one. It's called Boy Crazy. And seeing her the clips of her performing it in the movie mm-hmm. made me love it, but I listen to this song constantly. It's one of those songs that just hits me. So let's leave it with that. All and right. we'll be back sometime maybe with another one of these, maybe. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> 